All right, and we're going out to Milwaukee. The Games and Grub podcast. Hey, well, what do we call this? Grubs and Games? Games and Grub? Games and Grub. So, Games and Grubs. All right. Games and Grub. Best podcast on the planet. How are we doing? Thanks for supporting the Games and Grub. Shout out Games and Grub Radio. Friendship with the Games and Grub podcast. Welcome yeah. to Games and Grub. I appreciate your patience tonight. It's been a moment since I've done some public speaking. Fun days is, you know... Best to keep quiet. But uh, sometimes you just gotta let it out. Young angel and young lion. You know what it is. Uh, love. I'm the property of October. I ain't drive here, I got chauffeur. Bring me shit. Alright, February 20th, 2021. Welcome back inside the beautiful Marquette Radio Studios. Johnston Hall here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's Games and Grub. It's me, Aiden Hatton, with you alongside Zach Passios. Howdy. And Brian Gallagher. How do? How is how is the week gone? It's been a uh, stressful week last week in the studio. There were a couple tech difficulties, issues with the podcast. So we did do a live show, but no podcast last week. Everything's running up. Seems to be perfect so far. Cr- fingers crossed. But... It was a big week this week. There was a lot of stuff happening in the Marquette world, the sports world, and we'll get to it all. Anything that's not on our list here that you wanted to point out to begin? Did you guys see the Anthony Edwards dunk last night? Yeah, you showed me. <laughs> the, wolf, the Wolves still lost. The but... Timberwolves can lose 10 games, and Anthony Edwards can have one dunk, and you'll still say the Timberwolves are good. So, Bro, the fact that I'm as just hardcore of a Timberwolves fan as I am. And yeah. We are as bad as we are. It surprises me. That's every day. a testament to his fandom. It really is. But I love him to death and you know, we're we're so close to turning the tide. You know what? Since since we're on the topic, we did watch Anthony Edwards dunk over was it Baines? Uh no, Baines is right he was standing right <laughs> next to him. Baines is it. right next to him. So then we <laughs> looked up a video, like there's compilation videos of Aaron Baines just getting dunked on. I highly suggest you go into your phone and think look of up an NBA player Aaron Baines getting you got dunked him. on. You got a you got an NBA player in your head? That person has dunked on Aaron Baines in an NBA game. Yep. Think of another one. They've done it too. They've done it too. Everybody's done it. It's but you know, he, he tries to go for the blocks, he hustles out there, and sometimes he just gets slammed just on. slaughtered. <laughs> one thing that one thing that came up even in sports news last night obviously was that one thing I log into Twitter right as we're coming into the studio this morning and the word Arby is trending. And we try to keep you know, we're trying to give you the information that you need here on Games and Grub and have our fingerprints to the news stands and all that fun stuff. Arby's Already has 30,000 tweets about it trending in the U.S. right now. For what reason? Guess get What What did Arby's potentially do? Is there any guesses? Do they have a new sandwich coming out? Ding, ding, ding. Boom. So, the Arby's... Do you guys like Arby's? Uh, I've never been. Actually, never been. Bruh. But I heard they have the meats. Bruh, they got, they <laughs> yes. got the meats. They got the curly fries. They, they got the meal. Yeah, compare it to something. You can't. No. No, it's one in itself. It's 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 Arby's. All right, it's you're gonna get messy. You're gonna have that cheese sauce on your fingers, maybe getting up onto your arms, a little bit on your clothing. I love you how you I love how you mentioned the first part of it, how you're gonna get messy, because their new meat mountain sandwich is out. At Arby's, tweeted 12 hours ago. Welp, guess the secret is out with a 4K white background picture of 
the beautiful meat mountain sandwich. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show my computer around the studio I'm right now. I'm looking at it. Yeah, no, I see it. It's I, filled with yeah. basically every meat. Is that, is that a chicken sandwich? I don't know. With every meat on go, go do your Google How searches you about that? what's going on with this. Because I, I don't know. There's it's a behemoth. I'm scrolling and scrolling trying to find what's in it, and everyone's just taking the time to trash the sandwich, let alone give me what's in it. Uh, Pat McAfee, he's one of the minority who tweets at Pat McAfee Show, once again, Arby's doesn't deserve this. So... What does that mean? Does that mean that he is a loyalist to Arby's and he doesn't like the slander? Of course, like that means slander? he's a loyalist to Arby's. Pat McAfee is a high-quality individual who understands fine cuisine. Uh, if you're going to call this fine cuisine, I'm going to have to respectfully <laughs> disagree. I'm sorry. Um, so, at the end, we were, we were just talking about where we could you know, potentially go get some, get some afternoon grub this weekend. Maybe the Meat Mountain Sandwich has to be you know, on our list because we... We checked off Popeye's chicken sandwich. We've checked off a couple different big ones. This seems to be America's latest challenge. And it is quite literally a challenge because it is a mountain, pardon the pun, to finish the damn sandwich. So check check out on that. That's breaking food news this morning. But today we got lots of football. We got lots of basketball, even some women's basketball that I know Zach is excited to talk about. And lots more food talk to go, even starting with our favorite segment, 10 Questions. But before that, you want to get on the lines, you want to talk to us about your favorite story this week, or you just want to say hi, 414-288-7091. That's 414-288-7091. And on Twitter, you can get at us, get at us at GrubMUR. So we usually start with our number one sports story, maybe you know, biggest thing that hit the fan this week. I want to start this week. It was a little bit of a slower sports week, but let's bring back our favorite segment, 10 questions. We're doing food trivia. We're back. This was a big hit last semester with Zach. So we did some candy brands for Halloween. We did a couple fun ones. I don't think I did too hot last time we did the food trivia. I think it was. I think he batted around 500 or so. So I'll play. I'll play the role of of Alex Trebek. We were just consuming some good old wholesome Jeopardy content last night. So is it wh- Brian against me? Brian and I. What was that? Oh, should you? What was that kid's name last night? He kept calling him like a young Alan, adult. Alan. Alan. Like, bro, Alan is not a young adult. Alan looks like a child. <laughs> but <laughs> even younger. He was killing it. What do you have? Like one hundred and twenty thousand yeah. dollars in the bank. Ugh. Go get your money, son. Ten day, nine day, ten day champion. I, Jeopardy on Netflix. One of the biggest wins that Netflix has done in the last calendar year. Anyway, back to food. We're gonna do ten questions. You want to pit? So you want to pit yourself against each other? That's yeah, actually a yeah. better idea. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'll keep a tally here on my phone. We'll each have five. So we'll start. <laughs> we will each. Oh, so you want to do ten total questions? Okay. So you both answer all ten of them. All right. Oh. Okay. Or do you, go for it. Or do you just go? Do you have a Just better go. Way? We'll figure it out. Okay. Number one, cucumbers are ninety-six percent of blank water. That's a win for Brian. That's one. So, that's one. Cucumbers are indeed 96% water. Number two. What was the first food eaten in space? The closest guess. I'll give it. 
I'll give you guys the closest guess. Put in one. I'll figure which is closest to this Nuts. food. Sandwich. Ugh. Neither of them are close. Uh, I'll give Chicken. it. I probably should have thrown this question on there. Steak. I'm going to give it to Brian. The answer is applesauce. So nuts, applesauce, kind no, of thrown together. Uh-uh. I mean, it's better than a sandwich. I, um, yeah. Do we want to throw this one out? Let's yeah, throw yeah, this yeah. one Let's out. Let's throw that one out. That's a zero, zero. So I'm, I'm throwing through these little things here. Okay, here's a good one. Number two. Let's, let's scroll that one out. Which pie was introduced at the second Thanksgiving in 1623? What is pumpkin pie? Pecan. Pecan. Pump- Pumpkin is correct. So that's two for Brian. We are going on to number three. Most oranges have the same number of segments. How many? What is eight? Six. He's closest. The answer is 10. So Brian gets it again. They have 10? That's kind of crazy. I don't eat the most oranges. More of a clementine guy. What? Okay, so number four. We got a 3-0 lead here. Come back like the... Hey, Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. So, number four. Mango. uh, Yeah. I just threw that one away. Sorry. (laughs) That was bad. (laughs) We're coming off off a... uh, We're just waking up, doing these shows, and it's sometimes tough to, you know, lose it. Which vegetable loses its flavor the quickest so you try to eat it the day of purchase? See, I feel like things that you really have to eat day of purchase are always fruits. So what fruit? What vegetable? What vegetable do I always what think is vegetable? a fruit? Um, what's got a short shelf life, Brian? That's what I'm trying to think of. What do you take right off the field and put in your mouth? <sighs> put a lot of thought into this one. I like what it. is a beet? Nope, that's uh, not the you answer. Have, you got you can an keep answer? beets for a while. Dwight Schrute would know. Um, I'm going to go with pepper. Both wrong. Do you want to throw yeah. back one guess? No, go for it. What is it? answer is asparagus. Ah. Asparagus. Look, I, I had asparagus in the fridge for like a week. <laughs> so neither one gets that one. We're going to go to number five. Whoops. <laughs> that's a, that's a uh, no blood either side. Which blank were the first vegetables ever planted in space planted first first vegetables planted in space we are going to be living in space pretty soon aren't we (laughs) um i'm gonna guess uh potato no they need no they would do something in water broccoli Potatoes is correct. What? Four for oh Brian. my god, that comes out of the Mars movie. Have you ever seen that? What? The uh, Mars movie? The movie with Oh, The Martian. The Martian. Yeah, he, he makes some potatoes in, in on Mars. It's a good movie. Is that a uh, Matt Damon Martian? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's... Takes that rover across like the planet of Mars. Yeah. L- loses all of his potato. Honestly, that's kind of crazy. That's a crazy movie. Yeah. All right, so we're up to number six now. Magirocophobia is the fear of blank. 
M-A-G-E-I-R-O-C-O-P-H-O-B-I-A. Fear dessert. Um, fear of cheese. <laughs> All right, that's no blood either way. The answer is the fear of cooking. Majirocophobia. So, we're up to number seven now. It's clear it's a four-nothing lead right now. So we've got. So Zach would have to sweep these final four to make you gonna, it to tie it up. To tie it up. Tie it up. To tie it up. Which fruit bounces if they are fresh? Banana. Silence. Lime. No blood either way. The answer is cranberries. Cranberries. Ah. Cranberries bounce yeah. if they are fresh. How much bounce are we talking about? Are we talking about like a tennis ball back to talking hand? about basketball? Are we talking about... That's a good, that's a good research Ooh, let's point. Let's go play some basketball today. Yeah. We can go back to... Uh, research that one. Hit us up at GrubMUR. How, ba- how long, how high can cranberries bounce? All right. So now we're up to number eight. Almonds are considered... Seeds or nuts? Nuts. Nuts. Seeds. You're both wrong. The answer yeah, is seeds. They wouldn't ask that if it weren't. Yeah. Not, that's tough. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're better so, at test taking than that. <laughs> which vegetable can turn your skin orange if you eat plenty of them? Sweet potatoes. Corn. Neither. The answer is carrots. We're on a cold spell here. Last one. French fries were actually created Spain. in this country. United States. The answer is Belgium. Oh. And that gives Brian the win by a measly four points. That was a tough, tough go. That kinda. was that was a rough go at it. Bang, I thought that bang. would be a good a good sort of yeah, icebreaker start the project. There was some start tough the ones show. in there, man. Yeah. That's that was a like tough, a freshman accounting class. Tough category. <laughs> it's like an artist certification. <laughs> for any of us, that would have been a tough category. So I think we need a brain break. We're going to take a break and give you a best of games and grub moment going into the break. This time last year, we met the legendary ACC guy from YouTube in Times Square during our trip to the Big East Tournament. We explain right here. Don't go anywhere. No commercials. We will be right back. Let's get to our discussion with John Fanta. But moreover, let's get to our talk about college basketball. Nothing matters in college basketball other than ACC basketball. Let's get to our discussion with John Fanta, but moreover, let's get to our talk about college basketball. Nothing matters in college basketball other than ACC basketball. Are you crazy? All right, so, so that was a guy that we met in uh, Times Square, New York last year before the Big East Tournament. We're walking around New York. Uh, we're in and, Times Square, yeah. Yeah, we're in Times Square, yep. and people from Marquette Wire came up to us, 
and interviewed us because they saw we were wearing Marquette stuff. They're essentially our coworkers, yeah. but they're on the TV side of things. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so Marquette Wire Sports uh, was there, and we're interviewing random people, and they came up to us. That was kind of funny coincidence that we were both in Times Square and one of the most densely populated places in, in the, the world. world. And we the saw another, world. we saw Marquette Wire uh, there, and they interviewed us, said a couple things about Marcus Howard, how great he is, and we're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We look at the YouTube YouTube segment a couple days later. Yeah, week later. What did they? What was our? What was our answer to the? They asked us who Marcus Howard is, and we said this. Best point guard in Marquette. Chandler, Arizona, baby. Wow, Brian Gallagher actually said he was the best point guard in the country. Chandler, Arizona. You got to rap when you're on TV. You got to rap when you're on. Yeah, so he's the best point. YouTube. YouTube. What did we say? Best point guard in the country. That's that's what we said. Yeah. All right. So he is. He's one of the best college point guards. At that point, yeah, he was. Um, but then we look at this video a couple days later, and they put all the pieces together, and there's this guy on the screen (laughs) that's got an NC State hat. Not not UNC. You you heard it. Not Duke. You heard it, but it was it was funny. So they asked first, like, who's Marcus Howard? Then they go, he had no idea. Then they go, where's Marquette? I think he knew that was in Wisconsin. What's Wisconsin known for? Cheese. He knew that. What? Then he goes to you Steve wanna the, you, wanna hear, you wanna hear the actual answer? What is Wisconsin known for? Guy from NC State. Badgers and uh, cho- and uh, cheese. cheese. Yeah, Badgers he got and it. Cheese. So he says that stuff, and then they ask him some random question about Marcus Howard, and he goes. Nothing matters in college basketball except ACC basketball. Are you are you serious? Are you kidding? Nothing matters in college basketball other down. than ACC basketball. He, he kind of sounds. Are you, nothing matters. Are you kind of sounds like a uh, except for ACC basketball. Like a, are you crazy? Are you wearing an NC State hat? Trushevsky. Trushevsky. Tobacco wrote. Nothing matters in college basketball. Nothing matters is the ACC. Good lord. Can I remind you there are three, maybe four teams that'll make the tournament from the ACC this year? This doesn't even trigger me because it's just like such a stupid take. Like. You know, you, you know why he didn't know who Marcus Howard was? No clue. He doesn't play for uh, NC State, Duke, or Carolina. Oh, my God. The That's three why. powerhouse That's teams why. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> NC State, Duke, Duke, and UNC. UNC's like for... 3 and 10 in the ACC. NC State, oh Duke, my and gosh. Carolina. No clue. He doesn't play for uh, NC State, Duke, or Carolina. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, you may have heard us during the break. Nothing matters in college basketball other than ACC basketball. That's one year ago. (laughs) We dissected the clip. And, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Because Zach mentioned in the clip, UNC is, what, 3-10 in the ACC? Right now, Duke is 9-8 in the ACC. NC State is 9-9. And and (laughs) UNC is 13-7. Those are not unbelievable numbers by any means. 13. Barely breaking. 13 and 7 is pretty. If Marquette was 13 and 7, you'd be like, we are going to the Final Four this year. <laughs> and you mentioned the guy kind of sounded like a Mike Krzyzewski. Just, what's your major? <laughs> Nothing matters in college basketball. But Duke, North Carolina. Imagine that you just had the greatest econ test yeah. And someone asked you, where do you go Bro, from here? get out of here. All right, but if that guy was a Big Ten fan, are we, are we calling it? Big Ten this year is going to get nine teams in the tournament. I mean, if he and had. Maybe they, that is all Big Ten was going to have nine teams in the tournament last year. If he had evidence to back it up, yeah, we'd, we'd you know, make fun of him, obviously, because he can't spell Marquette, if he which said, would be the next rejoin. If he but. said SEC football is the only thing that matters, I'd be like, yeah. 
<laughs> Those, I mean, they're right. True I mean, SEC loyalists down there. Like, that, okay. Yeah. But like, basketball is so much more like you, you always have good Pac 12 teams. You always. Not really. Not recently. I mean, you I'll give them this. In the last five, six years, these last two years, the ACC has been dreadful. I mean, Virginia's holding up the pack right now. You mentioned Duke. They may not even be a tournament team for the first time in 20, 30 years this year. The Blue Bloods are struggling. We've seen Kansas go through their woes. Duke and Kentucky are pretty much out of the picture right now. So time for the smaller group of five conferences, the Big Easts of the world, the Pac-12s, the Big Tens. The Big Ten might put in Nine. Eight, nine teams how this much, year? How much do you think Duke's home court, Cameron Indoor, just like a fear factor on the other team has towards Duke. winning games? I feel like that's got to be going to play at Cameron Indoor against a rabid gym of Duke fans. You're not like... Yeah, I don't want to go I 100% there. Agree. I agree. I agree. I think I feel like the team and maybe all of sports, the team that misses fans the most is Duke basketball. The New Orleans Saints, they've been talked about. They miss fans in that Superdome. Duke basketball might be number one because you just associate the Cameron crazies. Those those might experience. be the those might be the best pictures when you have like a, a UNC guy inbounding the ball and you have the Duke fans their hands all the hands uh, out. It just I just, just I'm not even looking at basketball. one. But I'm, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Yep. Just pure college yeah, basketball. Yeah, pure college basketball. You know what else I got chills just thinking about this week, Brian? What'd you get chills about? Great segue. Carson Wentz in a Indianapolis Colts uniform. This was the biggest NFL story coming from this weekend. And our man Field Yates from ESPN, to me, had the best report statistic tweet out of all the Carson Wentz aftermath trade. With the trade of Carson Wentz from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Indianapolis Colts, which will which we will dissect in a couple seconds. With this trade there will now not be a single QB drafted in the first round from 2009 to 2016 that is still with his original team. 0 for 22, you got no guys still with their original team from 09 to 16 first-round quarterbacks. Does that surprise you, that stat? A little bit. It's a seven-year, eight What year was Russell Wilson drafted? Russell Wilson was drafted probably right... Uh, Russell Wilson, he was not first rounder. He was oh, he's he was all the way. I think he was a fourth rounder, something like that. So, okay. yeah. All right. Well, first rounders do. So now we've seen Jared Goff from the 2016 draft. Jared Goff, who was selected first, goes to the Rams. Now he's traded to the Lions. Carson Wentz was picked number two. The Eagles traded up, if you remember, to get Carson Wentz, or did the Rams trade up to get Goff? Either way, the Eagles picked Carson Wentz out of North Dakota State. Ended up trading him to the Colts this week, which I'm not I'm not writing off Carson Wentz like a lot of the, a lot of the big media is. You know he's had some tough times in Philly, but when he had as good of a season as he did, he gets injured, horrible injury. Nick Foles comes in and wins the Super Bowl anyways. So it's not like he can kind of be on like a comeback tour with his team. Like his team had said, like I feel like they kind of just got on different wavelengths, and it just like Frank Reich left. The team was way different. Their O-line wasn't as good. Receivers weren't as good. They started dropping passes. Do you remember the year they won the Super Bowl? Do you remember their running back room was insane? They had they had uh, LeGarrette Blunt, LeGarrette Blunt, Jay Ajayi. 
They had, uh, and then they had like Miles, like they had a bunch of guys. That, that was a year, good team. obviously Nick Foles stole the show, but Carson Wentz put up a near MVP season. That was three seasons ago. So we just finished the 2020 season. 2017, the Eagles are Super Bowl champions over my Patriots. So I remember this one deeply. And those implications for those Eagles, you mentioned the Colts obviously getting Carson Wentz partnered back up with Frank Reich, who, you know, the general consensus in the media is that Frank Reich got the best out of Carson Wentz and gave him that sort of MVP season, like we mentioned. But from an Eagles standpoint, this opens the door for one Jalen Hurts, who snuck his way into a starting job at the end of the season when the Eagles benched Carson Wentz. There was a lot of uncertainty with college football fans with Jalen Hurts coming out of Alabama. Can he be an NFL QB? People thought he could be a running back in the NFL. So, And look at him now. Do you think he can take over Philly after watching for all those years at Bama, after transferring to Georgia, actually, I remember? Now he's most likely he's the odds-on favorite. I think the Eagles are reported to bring in some competition for Hertz now that there's no Wentz, but he's the odds-on favorite to be a starting QB next year. I think it's a, it'd be a shame if they didn't give him a shot. I mean, yeah, he could be their starting quarterback, but they're not winning the Super Bowl. So it's not it's like hmm. when you say like is he gonna is he gonna like finally take over in Philly? Like he, yeah, he might be the starting quarterback for a little bit of time, but I don't see him being their guy for the next 10 years, a guy that's going to take him to the Super Bowl. But he's, he's going to be good. If you put a good team around him, he'll make some plays. He'll make some electric plays, and he'll have some swag doing it. So if you want your quarterback to have some swag, they made a good trade. He showed a ton of promise. I think if the Eagles are looking for a chance to win the NFC East, which we all know is dreadful, he could compete to be the best quarterback in the NFC East next year. you got the Eagles with... Jalen Hurts, you got the Giants with Danny Jones. Danny Times, are you serious? I think Jalen Hurts to this point has shown more to be a better quarterback. Danny Dimes is a beast. Uh, Wow, we can agree to disagree. Uh, The Washington football team, they're looking at potentially Alex Smith, potentially Taylor Heineke, not Heineken, like the beer. And who am I missing? Taylor Heineke is magical. Uh, the Cowboys, potentially Dak Prescott coming back, but it sounds like... Dak he, Prescott would be the best quarterback. He back. would, but I, I don't think he's going to start the season. Um, he's still going to be rehabbing a little bit, as as all reports come out. So, is, week he one, free, is Dak Prescott a free agent? He is. We actually talked about him last week in our 10-question right. quarterback carousel. We agreed he's coming he, back to the Cowboys? I feel like he has such good leadership, like just intangibles. I don't know. I like the way he carries himself. I like the way he carries himself like in front of the team, on the sidelines. I like the way he plays. He he plays hard. I mean, you'll see him dive and try to truck a dude to get a first down. I would want Dak Prescott on my team. Ultimate team guy. I think he's going to succeed coming back to Dallas, and I hope he gets a second chance, especially with Dallas, because he loves the city. You can tell the Cowboys. It's, it's mutual, especially with him and Ezekiel Elliott. If they're on their best, man, they're hard to beat. So what a, what a draft for them. What a draft. They got a they got a big offseason coming up, the Cowboys. And another guy who we actually didn't mention on the quarterback carousel. We mentioned Carson Wentz last week and this week, obviously. The second QB that made news, made headlines this week in the NFL was one Ben Roethlisberger because his GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers made some comments about his potential future 
with the organization. That to us that he wants to continue to play. And we we told him, quite frankly, we have to look at this current situation. You know, Art Rooney addressed that, that with Ben's current uh, cap number, um, some adjustment will have to be made. And we're not negotiating as, as we sit here and answer this question. You know, Ben Roethlisberger is on a team. Ben Roethlisberger did a lot of really good things last year. And we anticipate that he could still do some good things moving forward. So that is the GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers. 41 million. That's the number, the dead cap hit the Steelers will take for the 2021 season if Ben Roethlisberger is on their roster. So to me, I'll start first off with Big Ben. I think this is a bit of a ploy by the Steelers management to help Ben renegotiate his contract. I don't think they're trying to push him into retirement. Because quite frankly, they don't have a better option right now, and they would have to. They don't have a better option right now. Are you serious? They could put anybody out there. Ben Roethlisberger was <laughs> sorry at the end of the last season. We all know the Steelers. He can't flamed move. out he at the throw. end. I think you have to get a new quarterback. You have to draft a quarterback in the first round. They're not going to have a high pick this year. They did trade up. They did for make it. the playoffs. So you think they should go into the draft pool? I, they have to do something. I just don't think Ben Roethlisberger is going to be their answer for another year. It's going to be the same of what they did this year. Do you think Ben wants to play for one more year? I think he does. I don't think that matters, though. I think he wants to be a stealer, and I think he's sort of similar to quarterbacks who have played almost their entire career with one team. He's won two Super Bowls. He's a two-time champion. And I think that he's obviously built a relationship with the Steelers' management over time, and they want to help him have a respectful exit out the door. So we might see a Drew Brees-type campaign this year with Big Ben where, all right, the media consensus is this is he's going to give it one more run right into the sunset, win or lose. We, we saw the Steelers, obviously, they were 11-0 this year, and they were you know the last undefeated team in the NFL. But as Brian mentioned, they really flamed out in that second half of the year ended up getting their butts kicked by the Browns in the first round in the wildcard round this year. So I think they bring, I, I don't think they, they may draft a guy in second or third round, but I do think they bring, they bring Ben back. They try to lower that cap hit. They try to get him to restructure a contract and potentially send him off in, in one last year. One last story from the NFL was our main man, Joe Buck. That's right. He was on everyone's favorite show, The Herd with Colin Coward. And he talked about the occasional cocktail in the booth with our other main man, Troy Aikman. We've spent a ton of time over the years talking about our favorite broadcast booths, Nance and Romo, Buck and Aikman, Michaels and Collinsworth, in terms of the NFL slate. And Joe Buck had some interesting comments that I think you'll love to hear, again, on The Herd with Colin Coward this week. I told Troy this. I said, every broadcast partnership has a different feel. Regardless of who is the analyst, Al Michaels always feels like he's leading the broadcast. Tony Romo is the energizer to Nance. You and Aikman are different. You sound like college buddies. You sound like you both have a small glass of bourbon, that you sip occasionally during the game, and it's an incredibly comfortable experience for me as a consumer. And I'll ask you what I asked Troy. 
how long did it take to curate that? It took longer for Troy and me to get there than it took Smoltz and I to get there. And, and I'll say this, we have had that glass of bourbon in the booth, uh, although it's not bourbon, it's tequila, <laughs> splash of Grand Marnier and grapefruit juice. I went through a couple of years where in the first inning of every postseason baseball game, I had the runner go get the biggest beer that the stadium sold. And I had it sitting there and I would sip it from time to time to remind myself to relax and have fun. I'm just doing a game. And I brought that over to football, but because Troy is a man of finer tastes, beer uh, <laughs> somehow became tequila, Grand Marnier, and grapefruit juice. We haven't done it in a long time now, but it was good for a stretch. And I feel like it's a good mental trigger to just chill and remind yourself that you're not refueling an F-16 in mid-flight. You're doing a sporting event. And if you treat it like anything other than that, you're doing yourself a disservice. I love these comments here, Joe Buck being as open as a book. And we've seen him be open as a book before with struggling with, you know, <laughs> mental health issues. And deal. he's actually joked about obviously getting hair plugs. So, Joe Buck, these comments made a lot of stir because there were some clickbait headlines made up by a certain NJ.com writer who said, Joe Buck has one to two drinks a game with Troy Aikman. And Buck vehemently denied the headlines, said it was all clickbait. That the, the, game, the game is like four hours long. Of course you can have two drinks. Like, What's wrong with that? It's not even headline worthy. So Joe Buck, but Joe Buck stands up for his comments and says, my, big, my biggest takeaway from this was with uh, Smoltz, he mentioned John Smoltz, who he does Fox MLB games with, he would take the he would take the nearest intern and say, "Go grab me the biggest beer the stadium's got," and would just sip on it. What happens if one of those interns like rolls him a keg? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, why isn't there a tap in the booth? That's my question. They in should the have. Booth? A, yeah, I'm surprised they don't have like a whole like little mini bar. Yeah, you think about you know music performers and bands who go to concert venues. They always in their green room curate the best snacks that they love like we've heard crazy stories does about. does joe buck have a green room that he doesn't know about that we don't know about that he doesn't know about what do you mean because if he had like a nice green room then he wouldn't have to go like have an intern find him a beer well during the game i think he mentioned like oh okay, okay. sipping it every inning or so taking a sip to just cool off but he's got the perfect attitude at the end of the day about calling a game and it's he mentioned that having fun it's a game you're having fun and when he stops himself and he feels like he's taking it too seriously even with Aikman who is the pros pro and Colin Coward mentioned that in that clip you feel like it's two college buddies watching a game or in our case three college buddies watching listening to your morning radio show it shouldn't be a hard listen and that's something that I agree with especially in sports commentary and especially where we are today so Thank you for listening. That's that's a uh, free advertisement. Let's get to our break. Let's get to the second part of ACC Basketball Guy. We're going to take a quick break, come back. we got a ton of basketball stories we, we got to get to. we got Marquette News, non-Marquette News. ACC Guy is back. This is a best of games and grub moment from one year ago today. ACC Basketball Guy, part two. We're wrapping it up. We will be right back. Bro, I like 
And you know what? And you know what happened when the girl, you know what happened when the girl, the the woman interviewing him asked, oh, did you know that Coach Steve Wojo has has the coach of Marquette, has a Duke connection? Oh, what's his name? Steve Wojciechowski. Must be the coach at uh, Marquette. Must be the coach at Marquette. Now yeah, that you say it, he does have Duke connections. Yeah, he does. We do we beat him for that? <laughs> oh, are we beaming him? Are we throwing pitches? Can I throw a pitch at this guy? Marquette, uh, Doctor Lovell's gonna have to send out a memorandum saying yeah. we can't, we can't yeah, do no, that. No beaming here. Yeah, Marquette's got to get to the line today. And Mark is just uh, two minutes in. Just how do you how line. do you spell Marquette, Zach? Uh, M-A-Q-R-U-I-E-T-T-E. This is how the NC State guy tried to pronounce it. <laughs> M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-A. Oh, nice, a. Nice try, buddy. Nice, nice try. A. M- M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-E, by the way. M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-A. We were just Marketa. trying... We were just trying to find the best, you know... We t- we you asked you asked me this again today, and we're going to New York again for the Big East tournament again. You'll see us there at spring break. Yeah, we will be there. That'll be a good episode post. post we want to find this guy. Yeah, if anyone knows, I posted on my Twitter, He's but I want to like bring a, this guy onto the show. He oh he should we'll, come on. We'll, uh, we'll tweet. We can tweet that, or we'll uh, yeah we can tweet. We'll that. tweet the screenshot of this guy with an NC State hat and, and we like, want, like gray beard. We need your help. To find him. I just want to have a friendly conversation with him about we ACC need your basketball. Help. The fans of Games and Grub on Aiden's Spotify, pointing, Aiden's Apple pointing at like the computer. Like, we need your help like I'm, in the computer. I'm looking at it like it's a fake camera. Nothing matters in college basketball other than ACC basketball. Are you crazy? Nothing. Are you crazy? Last year, I might have been like, oh, Zach, are you crazy? I'm not crazy. M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-T-A. Hey, it was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. No clue. He doesn't play for uh, NC State, Duke, or Carolina. (laughs) Okay, that's enough. Welcome back to Games and Grub. In retrospect, I may have been a little too hard on that guy. What do you think? I think I think no, you were just saying no, during the break. I, uh-uh. went, I went a little too hard with his spelling of Marquette. I I just dissected the guy, and he might not have deserved it. No, he deserved it. Absolutely, one hundred percent deserved it. So um, it makes a perfect transition into Marquette athletics and Marquette sports, where we are today. We'll get to. I mean, basketball rundown in a couple seconds, yikes. but Zach's, Zach's got something on his TV monitor right now. You're watching, what uh, is it? I'm tuned into Marquette Denver uh, lacrosse, men's lacrosse. M Lax right now. Go find it they're, on. They're down in the valley playing the one of the 10th or 13th ranked team in the country, depending on who you listen to for rankings in college lacrosse. And it's, Do you it's listen looking to, to be a, a lot pretty, of different college good. lacrosse rankings. I mean, there there are a lot are that comes out. I like uh, lacrossenumbers.com. If, if you uh, okay, that's a that's a great source. Yeah, quick sponsorship there. And Marquette is uh, tied with Denver in the in the first quarter of this game. So this could be big for Marquette lacrosse, being 10th rated team in the country, down in their home field in the valley. Go check on that. You can have it. You can have the video, Marquette TV. You can have us here on Marquette Radio diagnose the problems of Marquette basketball 
Let's get into the Golden Eagles play. I don't think we can diagnose the problems, and I think they run too deep. <laughs> They're sure? terminal. Are you sure? They are, unfortunately. I think, <laughs> all right, so if you don't know, follow Marquette uh, basketball at all. They had their first win in, like, seven games <laughs> this past uh, week against Georgetown. They the came only in other lost team in that six they of seven. Came in lost, losing six of seven. That only other win was at Georgetown. And they won Butler, a game Butler. at Butler. Sorry, both of them Butler. So they got, be- previous to this, the win against St. John's on January there's, 16th. There's no way we re-sign Wojo to another contract. We have. We are stuck in... Until 2024. Yeah, we're, we're kind of stuck. But when 2024 comes around, we have to get rid of him. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there's no other... There's no... no his... Uh, his Unless he makes the tournament and goes somewhere in the next two years, his uh his contracts. You have to win at least at we'll say five tournament games between now and then. Five tournament games? Yes. Uh, uh maybe we can uh I don't know. He's got a promising class right now. If Justin Lewis, DJ Cotton and five we got a caller is, right now. Yeah. It is I was gonna say, maybe our next caller could shed some light on this subject. Caller, you're on the air. Hello, this is Mike Emmerich. Uh, you're catching me live from the TD Garden as we watch the St. Louis Blues take on the Boston Bruins. Yeah, what's going on there, Mike? And here's Clifton with a drive. Ooh, and the rebound <laughs> only good. went along as far as Bergeron, who jammed it on along to Pasternak. The world's pass had been through one in front, but it's covered by Vasilevsky. Thanks for the update, Mike. Uh, can we send it down to Pierre on the ice? I'm not finished. And so it was Boston who struck first by way of Marchand, and then it was Tampa Bay striking back by way of Maroon. I thought we were playing. Go. I thought they were playing St. Louis. Does <laughs> 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 he get the music in the background? I appreciate the uh, the update from the TD Garden out in the East Coast. Can we send it down to Pierre at the ice? Uh, Pierre's actually not here. But, uh, <laughs> go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. Have, <laughs> have a good day. Thanks, Mike. Okay. <laughs> that was Mike Everett that over in Boston, awesome. TD Garden. That's uh, such a great impersonation of that a That was actually really good. Yeah. That was he, pretty good. Yeah. He we, definitely studied that beforehand. Or do you think he's had that for years? No, he definitely studied watch, that. If you watch enough hockey, I think you can just like dump it, it down in the corner. Like they, they have like they, they throw it around and they send off words. to Marshawn. Yeah, their own little cadence. Mike Emmerich is obviously the best of the best. We gave him a little tribute as he retired last semester here on the show. So that was a good return to the air for Mike. We're glad that he picked games and grub to, you know, make his formal return to air. Hey, man, if Pierre's not down on the ice, does that mean he's down in the valley watching this lacrosse game? Can we send it down to Pierre for a quick Marquette lacrosse analysis from the valley? I don't think he's down there either. Someone's got to find him. We're going to send it down to Pierre. At the ice, do you know any of the players' names here? Can we get, like, they played at Avon Old Farms down in Connecticut. Their family is diehard lacrosse family. Any of the Pierre Maguire analysis? No, we just got a tight game right now, and, uh, no, that's all it is. All right, well, let's go Thanks, over to Thanks, a game Pierre. that wasn't quite so tight. Great transition. Maryland versus Nebraska. Oh, we're going to go into some women's basketball here. Women's basketball. So quick <laughs> quick bow on Marquette basketball. Can we <laughs> yeah, can tie the bow? I don't want to tie quick? any bows. Yeah. It's over. No, there's no bows to be tied. Bows are for winners. So they got a couple games left. There will be the next game against uh, UConn a week from today uh, down in Stores, Connecticut. Hey, let's get one against Buchnut. 
Book night. Book night. Book, book night. night. Book, book night. night. Last UConn That'd game was a wretched loss. Um, big first half, choked away in the second half, and that was the game that Book night actually got injured. So if you remember that one, um, being at home during semester break, but. They got a couple winnable games down the stretch. I believe there's three games left, four games left after this. You know what's really tough? I saw on Twitter, which isn't the best source, but Marquette does have a 10-game, 10 10-day 10 window in between uh, two games later in the season that they should fill with like a good mid-major, maybe like a Dayton or someone in there just well, to get, is, get another step up and try about, to win another game. You know, you know what they should do? <laughs> Baseline. What? Whistle. Baseline. Just again, suicides. Again, again. <laughs> Play the again. Somebody, they got, the lights turn off in the Almaguara. Somebody, they got somebody get me days. the miracle. They audio. got ten days. They better make themselves the best basketball players they can in those ten days. So, so that's running sprints. Running sprints. So I'm running plays. I believe I said there's four games left. There's actually three right now on the schedule. Uh, our main man Ben Steele of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, who we had on the show. He's our friend. He's probably the best beat reporter you'll see day in and day out on the market basketball team for our good friends at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He mentioned that scheduling that other Georgetown game is also a possibility in between the now and the end of the year, but also potentially another uh, mid-major or, or power conference team. So hey, let's just hope we can win the Big that. East tournament because there's no other shot. Watch out for that. So you're going to go last three games at Connecticut – at DePaul, home for Xavier. So that home Xavier game will be the National Marquette Day and Senior Day. So that'll be a big day, March 6th, for all the students listening here on Games and Grubs. So three games to go. I see it, you know, working out. I, I won't give you a – I think that DePaul is obviously they're going to come out firing. That was probably the worst loss of the season at home against DePaul, who is still in the, the Big East cellar. Xavier and Connecticut are borderline tournament teams. So um, that's where we're at right now with the basketball team. I don't think we're going to see what I, I've tried to not make excuses for the team, but obviously have a positive attitude about this just being basically a brand new team from last year. And the departure of Marcus Howard and Sakar Annam, who were the top two scorers last year, having it be an entirely new, basically entire new roster besides Kobe McEwen, who I think is still the leading scorer right now with Dawson Garcia and DJ Carton and um, the absence of Justin Lewis the last couple games. The one thing I want to see and the one thing that the one bone to pick I would have to have with Coach Wojo is just playing Dawson Garcia more. And it seems to be the biggest correlation that I see between wins and Dawson Garcia scoring points and getting himself established in that paint. Him and Theo John, man, there may not be a better... There's not many better combinations in the Big East in the paint. You guys have watched than more Theo than John I have. And Garcia. You guys have watched more than I have. But I remember at the beginning of the season, it looked like we were going to play basketball the way it is meant to be played, inside and out, look for the opportunities that way. Have we stuck to that as much as we should have throughout the season? I'll never forget it. There was a quote. Uh, during non-conference, I believe. I don't think this, maybe early Big East, maybe it's like New Year's time. Wojo had the on-court interview after the game with the announcers. And he said the four words that will stick in my head for the rest of the season and possibly longer. We're a paint team. 
I haven't Are we quite though? seen it. Play okay. like it. Yeah. If you put Justin want, Lewis, Theo John, and Dawson Garcia in the game, it's possible. Here, here's the Maybe way I you look change at it. philosophy, but I doubt it based on. You probably have the same philosophy. If, Not if doubting, you, but you have the same philosophy. If you are a smash mouth football team, and in the first quarter, the other team's defense is stopping your run, what do you do for the last three quarters? Do you just switch to the pass because they stopped the run in the first quarter? No, you keep hammering it down their throats. You put it in the paint. You get the other team in foul trouble. You have to trust Theo. You have to trust Justin Lewis. You have to trust Austin Garcia to find open guys in the perimeter from the inside. That's how you play. That's how you play with this roster. You can't do the same thing we did by dribbling the ball on the outside, hoping to get these tough shots. No. You put the ball on the inside. You put the ball on the ground. You go to the basket. 100% agree. I think that's how the team could win more Win more this year. Zach? Any final thoughts on that before we turn to... Man, they got to win some tournament games in the East Tournament. They got to do it. They got to hold on to some respect. Wojo's got to get a couple late-season wins for him even to have a chance at any any sort of confidence in the future. That's the great thing about the Big East Tournament, and it's... See, that's the thing. If always I, I, underst- game. I understand thing about sports. Our, our financial commitment to Wojo through 2024. He's staying here. There's <laughs> no, nothing no, you can do about no, it. No, I know, but I'm going to tell you how it's going to hurt our program. Okay. Not 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 this team. Program. The program as a whole. Yep. If he starts losing games and he does not look good as a coach, players aren't going to want to come and play here anymore. When do you think our next All-American is going to be if we can't win a tournament game? We're not riding off the, the, the tails of Marcus Howard anymore. We, we don't have that hype anymore. If this is our new reality for our basketball team, we're going to have a tough time recruiting. So, yes, we have a financial commitment to Wojo, but we have to think about how it's going to affect our recruiting and how it's going to affect the confidence within the program as a whole. Are players coming in thinking that they're just going to play basketball for four years and leave? Or are they thinking they're coming in to work hard and win? These are questions we have to be asking ourselves. That was quite the TED Talk. That's I, fair, I, I Brian. Like, I like that. It's a great, it's a great little monologue. There. We got to end it there uh, in terms of our Marquette basketball dialogue. And But we're not done with college basketball because I teased it at the beginning. We've teased it enough. After the Sunday game against... Uh, Seton Hall. Right up next on Fox Sports, back-to-back, belly-to-belly, was women's basketball. We watched uh, three basketball games this weekend, actually. Maryland. Oh, I got to give a shout-out to the Spy Ponders of uh, oh, Arlington. Ahead. Arlington, Great basketball we watched, Aiden, huh? Belmont, so, The Belmont Marauders versus the Arlington Spy Ponders. The, so Zach's cousin, yep, Michelle, had the most professional online cable TV broadcast of a high school basketball game I'd ever seen. It was two announcers. You had the play-by-play in the color. You had the guy doing play-by-play. You had the woman doing color. He knew nearly everything about the town and and the team. He was giving us everything, man. And we joked, but in all seriousness, we'd love to have that guy on the show to talk about not only his play-by-play business, but also he mentioned being in the restaurant business, sports, food, everything in between right there. And the graphics, you watch a typical college basketball game nowadays on Fox Sports. You you go to CBS, you go to you know March Madness, you'll see the you'll see the graphics. Watch any sporting event. This high school basketball team 
had the timeouts. They had the logos on the graphics. Shot clock. They had the shot clock. They had the game clock. They had the quarter number. They had everything. Do oh. they have special graphics that like look like they're on the court but aren't actually on the no, court? No, there was nothing overlaid <laughs> on the court. <laughs> all right. This I mean, maybe the three-point line was. For this all isn't I quite know. Monday Night Football, but <laughs> we'll no Nickelodeon that. slime. Did, fest. Yeah, they, did they slime the three-point? The three-point no, shots? No, no. But Aiden and I went just as crazy, even though Not they didn't. Quite. Um, moving on, we also watched some uh, college basketball. Women's college basketball. Women's college basketball. So this is back-to-back, belly-to-belly with Marquette I, basketball. I am in my room doing homework, and I keep hearing Zach <laughs> just like, what is going on Like in the next room? He's freaking out. And I'm like, what is he watching? So it's a peaceful Valentine's Day. We're sitting down. We're, we're obviously both a little depressed, Zach and I, watching the end of the Marquette basketball game. And... We don't even... On comes get, some real basketball. We don't even get up to change the channel. Showtime. Maryland, Nebraska, women's basketball, the number nine team in the country, the Terps, ended up dominating 95-73. to 73. Women's coach at Maryland, Brenda Freeze, actually won her 500th game. But this X's and O's type game plan just astounded one Zachary Passios, where... At the end of the day, the final stat line was after there was a big lead in the beginning of this game, and it all came predominantly from Ashley Owusu, nearly had a triple-double, 25 points, 7 rebounds, and 7 assists. This is my favorite stat of the game. Maryland women's basketball, the Terps, eclipsed 90 points for the 10th time this year. Zach, how did they do it? All this Maryland women's basketball team does is go to the hoop. They don't take a second. They it don't think astounding. about it. They don't set up an offense. They run to the hoop, and they put the ball where it needs to go, Brian. If I ever told you to go to the hoop and put the ball in every time, you probably wouldn't do it. This Maryland team, every single play in transition is going straight to the hoop. They're currently up 31-11 no to 11 against Minnesota with only seven minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the second quarter. So they've only played a quarter and a half, and they're up 30 points. They're up 20 right now. Zach, if you tell me to take it to the hoop, I'm going to take it to the hoop. These girls did it differently, Brian. We talked about Marquette being a paint team. This was the epitome of the paint team, but it was all fast break. Grab a rebound, the nearest rebounder, coast to coast, layup. Lay up, lay up. Hey, if no one's going to stop ball, you go to the hoop and you put it in. Or you find someone that's near the hoop that's open. And they did that. They did it perfectly. And I guess that's why the coach got their 500th win. It's impressive. I got the Terps going all the way in the women's NCAA tournament. First in the country in scoring offense, 91.5 points per game. And the performance, the Baltimore Sun gives us this recap. More impressive, Maryland hadn't played in 10 days Last game postponed because of Michigan's COVID-19 protocols and arrived at Lincoln, Nebraska the day of because of the weather. Put up 90 points once again. Brenda Freeze, congratulations. School record 500th win. And her predecessor retired at 499 or potentially, I don't know about the backstory there, but Gets her 500th and becomes the winningest coach in Maryland's women's basketball. They scored history. 115 points in a game against the 18th ranked team in the country. That is insane. It was it was a sight to behold watching 
women's basketball on the weekend. So that was fun. You know what else is fun? Reading uh, tabloids. Uh, occasionally. What, Aiden? Occasionally. Okay. Because in our next NBA story, I told this to Brian last night, just going over the topics, and he still he he still can't believe this one. This is we games, talked about. This is a games and grub throwback. We talked about Valentine's Day. Um, obviously, I mentioned last week to the fans. Some of us have plans. So some of us didn't. One who did have plans was one Kendall Jenner with. Devin Booker. Way to go, Devin Booker. <laughs> so after months of after speculation. <laughs> Get after it, Devin Booker. She went official on Instagram on Valentine's Day. So Jenner, 25-year-old model. Uh, Booker, he's probably, doesn't say in this article. He's here, a beast. Daily Mail. Yeah, killer. Babyface killer, kind of like Steph Curry. Babyface ultimate, great point. Ultimate babyface, Devin Booker, out of he's the twenty. U- he's twenty four. He's twenty four. Okay, so crazy. They're they're right there together, um, in the on a road trip to Sedona, Arizona. They were captured in April of last year. So, but this marks the first time that either of them have gone official on social media. And the tail end of this article here from Daily Mail, I'll give the author credit to Sam Joseph Seaman Simone. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> either way, he writes that the supermodel was previously romantically involved with basketball players Blake Griffin and also Ben Simmons. And this was actually a story, Brian mentioned it being a Games of Grub throwback, of us freshmen, so circa Games and Grub circa 2018 or 19 at the spring two years ago to this season. And Ben Simmons and Kendall Jenner made it official. And in a throwback version of 10 Questions, which we've always played since we started the show, I threw it up to our former co-hosts. It was myself, it was Jackson Kowalski, and it was Kevin Hurley. And our good friend Jackson, who is one of the biggest NBA fans we know, right? Big big LeBron guy, always has his f- pulse, finger on the pulse. And I threw it up to him. I threw the alley-oop question about his thoughts on Ben Simmons with Kendall Jenner. This is just another great throwback moment in Games of Grub history. Act together with Kendall Jenner. Thoughts on that? Absurd. <laughs> Absurd? Uh, no, because here's the thing. Like... In in music, Travis Scott can get away with, you know, being distracted or whatever. Ben Simmons can't be distracted on the court, I'm sorry to say. And the Kardashian curse is real. We've seen it. It's a pattern, you know. R.I.P. Lamar Odom. Yeah. He didn't die, though. Well, his career did. So. <laughs> that, that still makes me laugh okay, to this day. Lamar, Lamar Odom was on, as Stephen A. Smith would put it, Lamar Odom was on crack. Okay. <laughs> but the card- I love how Jackson said R.I.P. Lamar Odom because he was with Goli Kardashian. I'm like, he didn't die, though. And he just took it, slam dunk. He's like, well, his career did. Boom. Alley-oop. I couldn't have done it any better myself as a radio personality. Wow. The Car- I, I do think the Kardashian curse has some validity to it. 
You think so? I I do. I th- I mean, there's there's no there's no denying the pattern that we've seen. Is it worse than the Drake curse? Maybe our next caller can shed some light to this subject. Caller, you're on the air. Aiden. It's Long time no of, talk to. It's the return of <laughs> Uncle Chris. How are you doing? You'll be you'd be proud of us right now. Owen and I and one of my friends are in Brooklyn, New York. We had to make it, we had to pick up a gift for someone all the way here and we're about to sit down to supposedly one of the best pizza spots in Brooklyn. Whew. Yeah. Can we get the so, name? Um, Is it a Yeah, it's called Speed it's called Speedy Romeo. Speedy Romeo. And it's Romeo. named after a uh, it's named after a racehorse. So, I don't know. I've never been here before. I don't even know the neighborhood, but um, <laughs> sounds promising. We're here. Yeah. It looks pretty good. Oh, he's got <laughs> yeah. it on so right here. I will I will give you guys a uh I'll give you guys a review. So I didn't hear I I was having a little technical difficulties in the car, so I didn't hear you guys, but I heard the tail end of you complaining about Marquette basketball and when I it sounded a lot like the complaints that are going on with Providence basketball right now, so I think we're both in the same spot, which is not good. Sim- similar records, so Providence I believe is eleven and eleven and twelve. So basically kind of the same area. Yeah. And Providence is really, they're underperforming, and a lot of people are having questions now. But are you guys really having that many questions about, you think Wojo's on the, is he on the fence? Is he on the, on the hot, hot seat, seat, so to speak? I don't I don't think so, just because of, Zach mentioned it a billion times, just signing a contract extension this year, I think it's hard oh, to okay. let him go. You, you okay. have a similar point. Uh, yeah, well, it, Cooley's, Cooley's signed, he basically got a lifetime contract, but... <laughs> You know, I don't, but he's had, he's not been, he's not recruited well. He's not coached well, X's and O's wise. Um, They make, they consistently make really bad decisions. So I don't know, but sticking with the NCAs, is anybody going to beat Gonzaga? Is it going to be Gonzaga Baylor in the final? Like everybody's saying, or what do you guys think? We're seeing two. I think I'll, I'll stick to my pattern of, what go- I I do really put stock in Gonzaga because of the senior leadership, and we've seen it in NCAA tournaments over and over again. How the freshman laden teams with with the McDonald's All Americans end up, they could potentially make a Final Four, but even that we've seen so few of. So well, they have they have the senior leadership, but then they have the Jalen Suggs playing point guard. Hundred so percent. They have the combination so. of that star power with the four year experience. Yeah. It's Perfect they recipe. Patino came out the other day and thought he 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 on Twitter said they thought they could go undefeated, and no one will touch them. But I mean, it's so hard. I haven't seen I haven't seen a lot of a lot of other teams. I mean, I've seen Nova play and they're good. I don't think any of the teams in the ACC are really that good. Although I haven't really seen them play that much. Um, Baylor, I've seen Baylor play in the past, and they've always had very talented teams, but usually they can be. I don't think their guard play is good enough. So, I don't know. Maybe it could be the undefeated team. be interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking at Gonzaga at this point because I I didn't even bring up Jalen Suggs like Brian did. Minnesota native. Probably the player of the year favorite at this point. So, they're, they're yep. the team to beat going forward. And is anyone going to beat Villanova in the Big East? We just talked about the Big East tournament, the the magic and mystique of Madison Square Garden. What's your uh, take? Do you see any sleepers coming out of MSG? Um, I mean, I guess if I guess if Xavier got hot enough, maybe. 
Um, I think the Hall is always a wild card because during the NCAA or during the Big East tournament, they always seem to play well. And I think Kevin Willard is a really good coach, so I think they could be a sleeper. I agree um, with that. And if and if you catch him on the wrong, or if you catch him. On a good day, St. John's could be a sleeper because they're just so athletic and they pressure the hell out of you. So they're, they're, I think those two New York area teams could maybe could maybe be interesting, but um, and maybe Xavier. But I, I'm not a I'm not a Villanova. I'll be interested to see Villanova plays UConn today. UConn's got uh, Boak Knight back, so um, yep. I'll be interested to see that because they're pretty tough. Um, and he's really good, so I'll be interested to see that. But. I'll, I'll echo what you say. Not, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I'm not expecting much out of uh, Providence. So, <laughs> my my once <laughs> once that's over, I think we'll be looking at maybe the NIT if we're lucky. <laughs> well, we'll see. I think there there is going to be an NIT this year. MSG, yeah, there's right? debate whether it should happen or yeah, not. Yeah, so I think it might be back well, at is? MSG. I was reading on Twitter the other day, so we so, we could see a ten team NIT kind of like the old days. So maybe we'll have that uh, to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I hope you guys are staying. I know the weather's really bad out there, right? So <laughs> I hope you're uh, trying to stay warm and get out. But it's not any better here. It's been snowing here for like two days. So yeah, the east it, is not uh, much better. I was going to say, you can't really escape it. At least it's not Texas. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. It, it, exactly. So listen, my pizza, I just looked through the window. The pizza's arrived. So I'm going to give you guys, a, I'll give cool. you a, I'll send you a text with some reviews, uh, so maybe you get it back on the air. But um, we love it. I'm glad I glad I got able to talk to you guys. I'm glad you're back, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next week. We love it. Thanks so much, Uncle Chris. Thank Have you. a great pizza, All right, guys. Oh yeah, I will. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. People forget the NIT tournament was up there with the NCAA tournament back in Al McGuire's day. Al McGuire took a Marquette team that got accepted into the NCAA tournament to the NIT this is tournament. This one of Zach's favorite factoids. And won it. So, hey, who knows? The NIT might be making a comeback here. MSG, you're not stuck in the middle of where they play in Indiana this year, the NCAA yeah. tournament. Who knows? It could get some national Correct. attention. They're using. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, they're using a couple different, I think five or so different arenas for. They're using the Hinkle. Indiana Pacers. They're using Hinkle. They're using Assembly Hall for IU. A couple different places. So All it'll right. be a pseudo bubble. I want to hear where you guys are at with this. Go you, ahead. You were offered five million dollars to score against Michael Jordan, one on one. We know. You get ten chances. And it is against the prime Michael Jordan. If you fail, you can never listen to music ever again. <laughs> Are you lacing it up and going for 10 chances to score one bucket against the GOAT? No, I wouldn't. Not a chance. I know I wouldn't score. I wouldn't just give up music like that for no reason. So this was a tweet that the Chicago Bulls put out, official at Chicago Bulls account, uh, at the beginning of this week. And That's- it made Sports Center took and ran with it. And it was it was kind of a you know recurring theme during the week. Obviously, there's a lot of goat talk in the past couple of weeks with Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl, and Michael Jordan's name is getting thrown around a I'm, lot. I'm lacing up. You're lacing up. So if, if five if, million. So if it's prime MJ, I'm assuming it's prime me, and I, <laughs> and I haven't gotten there yet. But I think if I was in shape and if I was hooping, I think I'd be able to get one bucket. Just like a, just fire. Well, you just chuck chuck one up from just half court. Chuck, just chuck a three point, like one dribble to the side, three pointer. You don't think he's on you? You don't think he's got a hand in your face? I mean, 
I think he is, but I think I'm still getting a bucket. I think you got to take the MJ mindset. I don't think you would be able to get a shot it, off. Use it against him. So, so then I pump fake, do the MJ pump fake with the palm the ball, pump fake. He goes up. I go around him. Elbow jumper, fade away, mm. splash. That's how that would go down. And he'd probably block it the 10 best, out of 10 times. <laughs> the best uh, response I saw to this tweet came from a uh, guy who actually attached, embedded a YouTube video of uh, former Wall Street Journal CEO lacing up with Michael for, you know, advertising purposes. It wasn't, a, you know, anything serious. But I think it was 2003, so Michael Jordan had been, out, had, had been retired from the Bulls for... You know, five uh, five years or so, right? And he ended up did he did score on him once once or twice. So that was oh three Michael Jordan. So what year? What year are we talking for prime Michael Jordan, Brian? Are we Not, thinking nineteen ninety six? Ninety three. Ninety three. Probably right before he retired. Retired the first time. Yeah, yeah. So, ninety two, ninety three, something like that. All right. So, do you think? you would chalk any trash to him because you know he would uh and i'm gonna play no 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 no. i'm going to that gym i am staying silent i'm not i'm not speaking i'm not looking i'm not saying what's up mj i'm not doing anything i'm going putting my shoes on trying to get my one bucket successfully getting my one bucket and winning my five million dollars it became personal with me it became personal that's that's what probably what if you said a word. You just have to make sure it doesn't become personal. If you said a word. Come out, I got a new scratch. How do you make sure it doesn't become personal with Michael Jordan? How do you make it personal? Bro, no, you don't want to make it personal. You don't. You, you don't, don't want him here, to know your well, name. Here's the thing. He always makes it personal after somebody like gets a bucket on him. If I only need to get one bucket. It's going to be personal after that. It's gonna yeah, be personal afterwards. I don't need to get a afterwards. second. Don't, I don't need don't to get about subsequent that. buckets. I'm getting my five million dollars, and I'm getting out of there. And then you're going to Vegas, and you'll see him there. And yeah. that's where he'll mess. He'll mess with you at the poker yeah, table. Yeah, he, he'll beat me at the blackjack <laughs> yeah. table later, later I'm, in the night. I don't. I don't think I'm lacing up five million, but I can't hear music ever again. I, I think I think the music means too much. But five million nowadays taxes. No pay taxes. Other people. You're, getting five, you're getting cash. Okay, five million cash. I, it, it is, I still it, don't. It take is a it. tough. It is a tough wager. I, I still don't take it. I. It would have to be. And I know there's been plenty of these types of, you know, hypothetical bets. This one. This one's a no for me. Okay, but hold up. If you don't do it, you don't get to play one on one against the, the goat. I want to play one on one against the goat. So, I that that's another way of looking at it. Yeah, so you you know wouldn't so say you lose, you wouldn't be able to hear music, but you could stay as a sort of icebreaker for the rest of your life. I played against the greatest of all time. I guess that's that's a small small win, small yeah. small win, small W. Maybe our uh, maybe our next caller has something to say about the proposition. Caller, you're on the air. Hi, um, this is Mattress Firm. I'm just calling to confirm that you're. Bed was delivered and wondering how the assembly is going. <laughs> oh, assembly of a bed frame, possibly? I'm sorry, what? Do, do you guys not just put mattresses on the floor? That's what Aiden's been living off of. I mean, when when we left, it seemed like there was just a mattress on the floor, so I was asked to call and make sure that the assembly is... <laughs> 
So in the works. How can you get? I understand that 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 a Grubhub gift card or some kind of monetary reward will be given. <laughs> I only know one other engineer that's capable of uh, creating. Uh, what is it? A bed frame. Yep. A bed frame. Yes. Creating it? Well, it's just or assembly. Building. Yeah. It's just assembly. So the background here is there's a new bed frame that's in 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 route for or it's here for my mattress. It's actually been sitting right next to your mattress for the that last has been on the ground. Two so weeks. for the last is it two weeks now? No, yeah, it's been two weeks. It's oh, been God. probably since no no no. It's it's probably been maybe I don't know week and a half maybe of just mattress <clears throat> on the floor. And I've actually been sleeping like a rock, but it, you know, at some point, oh. the, the the frame has got to come up. We have higher so. standards for you, Aiden. We got to get that thing built. Bad. So this is the weekend. This is actually the perfect time to do it. And it sounds like Mattress Firm will compensate, <laughs> like she mentioned, with um, some sort of food to pay or yes. whatever it is. So. I yes, yes, in the form of pizza or adult beverages or whatever is necessary to help. The client assembles the bed. What about like children belt uh, beverages like juice boxes? Juice box, juice pouch, oh, fruit punch, Capri Sun wonderful. or Sun, Capri Sun Kool-Aid. or High C. Which which are we thinking? Yes, yes, Capri Sun is excellent choice. Yep, I think I'm gonna head out and go uh, go get that done right now. Though I was gonna say we got 15 minutes left in the show. We're gonna come back home and we're gonna All get right. it done. All right, thanks, Thank thanks, you. mattress firm slash you know the other the other. Uh, Mattress firm starts with an M, ends with an M. This is oh, also that's right. M-O-M. This is my mom. So if you didn't get the joke. <laughs> so. Bye. All right. Thanks for calling. So if, that was it actually, is, is kind of sad that it's been just somebody, sitting next to your that's a good prayer. Bed when I'm an floor. adult, if somebody's like offering me like a adult beverage or somebody offers me like a nice adult like soda. Beverage. If somebody <laughs> offers me like a nice well, soda. Like a San Pellegrino. Or like, like if somebody Ooh, gives me instead of like a fresca? bottle of wine, but like a big thing of like the kool-aid powder <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're gonna take instead like, oh, are you me, serious right now are you gonna put some oh, alcohol or uh, some adult beverage in it or is it just gonna be depends on the day so i'll have a whole thing of powder which one do i want oh my god <laughs> oh boy so that, that'll be that'll be solved this weekend um thanks mom for calling in Last NBA story before we hit the break. Michael Jordan, we did a quick wrap-up on that. Another all-time great player that is, you know, consensus one of the greatest ever or one of the best players ever, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, please. Inside the NBA, he's doing TV work. Obviously, he's been doing it for eight, nine, maybe eight years now. And a couple weeks ago, he made headlines with his criticism of Donovan Mitchell. He interviewed him and basically said, "We don't have we don't have that audio. I'm going to play the next audio in a couple seconds about Mitchell. He had, you know, I think it was it was a game he, against he the ba- Celtics. He just he just said he wanted to see more out of Mitchell. I don't think I don't think you have what it takes to get to the next but, level. But but he prefaced it by saying, "You are one of my favorite players in this league. I love I love the way you play, but I need to see more out of you. I need to see your team do more. And since then." Donovan Mitchell has answered the bell. I think you're painting it in a much more positive light. He trashed him. I he think, said, no, no, you no, don't no. have what but it takes to get to the next level. I think the media trashes it in a worse light than it actually is. Uh, I, I, I tend to lean that way in a lot of stories. This one seemed pretty blatant. But anyway, either way. Marquette Lacrosse halftime update, 6-3. to three. Uh, The Golden Eagles went up 1-0, followed by a 7-6 goal 
a stretch by Denver, and <laughs> then Marquette scored. Hey, Marquette's got some mem- momentum going into halftime, scoring two of the last. <laughs> Lacrosse is crazy. Three. Yeah, so, it's a game of runs, bro. Yeah. So we got our next caller on the line, and I believe it's time for NARP of the Week. Caller, you're on the air. Hi. So what's the crew we got here? It's just me. <laughs> so Kendall is on the line. And you know what that means. It's time for NARP of the Week. Our roommates are D1 athletes. We're not. We're NARPs. That stands for a non-athletic regular person. So who was the NARP of the Week? After much consideration and much debate this week. It's time. Our NARP of the Week choice was... For NARP of the Week. All right, so we're doing drum rolling here in the studio. We got the desks pounding, all the all the nuts and bolts. Kendall, give us your take for NARP of the Week this week. Well, this week seemed like a pretty normal week. I don't know. Nobody did anything, like, super <laughs> NARPy or, like, out of ju- the ordinary. I was just about to say that. I've done nothing this week. <laughs> after talking about it, we decided that Matt is NARP of the Week this week. Because he got kicked in the face at jujitsu. He does have a nasty scar or little dot above his eye for getting kicked in the face. So nasty we'll, we'll scar sounds like a Taylor Swift song. What? He also showed us that cool video of him snowboarding. Oh, yeah. He, he was snowboarding <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. He so, did. So, Matt, our fourth roommate, who's not on air with us, Ends up getting NARP of the week this week. Reaction yep. while she's on the while she's on the phone. Quick yeah, fair, reaction. fair and well deserved, Matt. Congratulations. Me man. and me and Lizzie actually had a split like little NARP of the day. Uh, we both deadlifted a car out of the snow. Yeah, but we already gave you NARP of the week for that. So no, that's I know, I know. Like that's why I, I never that's said an that. Average week for you now. So you got to step yeah. it up. So I got to do that. You a car again. It's not going to get you NARP of the week because you've done it three times. What if I what if I bench press a car? <laughs> no. Oh, maybe. <laughs> All, right. All right, we'll get that Love set up for next week. We'll, we'll Thanks for out. calling in. <laughs> next week, we get I'm going to take up. one of your guys' garage spots and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You do that. Adios. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Kenny. <sighs> so that's NARP of the Week this week. Congratulations to Matt. Congratulations to Matt. Who He was he was shredding some NAR the other day. Uh, none of us have met Matt on, on the air, per se. I've never met Matt. Yeah, who's this Matt character? None of, <laughs> none of us listeners, yeah, have met Matt on <laughs> the air. Who's this Matt guy? Who's this Matt guy? So <laughs> that's NARP of the Week. We're going to come back for our last final run. After this last Games and Grub moment from one year ago this week, Uncle Chris, who you just heard this week call in, actually had a similar pizza story. One time when Marquette was playing Providence, we were live on the air as the game was going on. One of the best moments in Games and Grub history. Uncle Chris's Providence College friend claims that Milwaukee doesn't have pizza. We'll be right back. We beat you guys the first time, right? And so right now, you owe me a pizza because you guys haven't paid up on that bet. So let's just make sure we understand each other <laughs> from where we're starting today, right? We will accept that. Do you want Domino's or Papa John's? Accept it. <laughs> accept it. You have to accept it. <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting <laughs> to see you in Milwaukee and I'll buy you a pizza. How about that? 
wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no, there's no stipulation about me being in Milwaukee. Does Milwaukee have pizza? <laughs> ah! Oh, wait a minute. We can't. Oh, gosh. Couple Providence guys in a couple Providence guys in Rome is a dangerous, dangerous too hurtful. Yeah. Rotwurst on some sort of baked bread is not pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Depends how much cheese you put on it. <laughs> That's yeah. very true. Provolone, yeah, we got Bree, So just want to make sure you realize in the last eight minutes of it's a close game, Wojo will be in absolute earshot of us, and we will be just chanting Sham God, which we'll just send him into a tailspin because it doesn't take much to Google Wojo versus Sham God circa 1998. <laughs> and it's a wonder like- that that guy didn't give up the sport <laughs> and just, like, just crawl into a hole, never to be associated with basketball again. <laughs> it sounds like you and Chris are on the same page because Chris has told us that story multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> of course I have. Of course I have. Games and Grub, best podcast on the planet. Welcome back. Final segment, Games and Grub here. It's February 20th. Again, the more things change, the more things stay the same because Uncle Chris calling in about pizza just did it this week as well. So it's kind of a similar story where he thinks that, or his friend actually thought, um, his fo- I can't, I didn't clip the name of his friend in the clip. Sorry, Chris. That he thought bratwurst on type type of baked bread is not pizza, my friend. Um, and then Brian goes depending on how much cheese you put on it, which is just the most underrated, funniest part of the that's a That's a Wisconsin thing. Put cheese on everything. I made cheese curds last night. If we're going to do uh, best food we ate this week. Great transition. Go did, ahead. I did make cheese curds last night with some uh, bacon-wrapped sirloin, and boy, can I yeah, tell you, that, that was a Wisconsin how'd the sirloin really good, good. Really good. Yeah. good. little underdone, but I love it. Yeah. Are you an under? Are you a like more pink on meat guy or less pink? Oh, it's got to bleed. We're in the Midwest. Bleed. Yeah. See, I take. Uh, I want my steak cooked. I do if, too. If if somebody that's like really 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 good at cooking is gonna give me like medium rare ska- steak, go for it. But unless I can ensure that, I'm just gonna like you know, like medium. You gotta find that SNL yeah. clip. The they made a parody song about rare steak, rare steak. I forget the what was the best of it. best food you ate this week, Brian. I made some veggies on uh, Wednesday night, and they turned out really well. What'd you make in the oven? It was Any carrots, sweet potatoes, red potatoes. Oh, nice. Aiden? I'm gonna go with my made uh, steak and cheese sandwiches. That, that was Zach, good. I saw you making that. Yeah, Zach actually partook in. Yep, so shaved steak, easy. Throw the rolls in uh, in the oven with some Munster cheese great cheese pick throw it together the meat was awesome yeah it was very good we're uh we're getting into lent territory so we're it, gonna, no, no, it's not we're not getting into it we're is in lent. Yeah. yeah yeah well it is, <laughs> it lent. is so did we, did we give up anything for lent if yes. your, your friends do the some radio fish show fillets or, <laughs> did we not give up the radio show no we did not uh, we're gonna give. I'm gonna. I want to give up uh, losing NARP of the week. How about that? All right. I'm gonna give up uh, accepting veganism as a legit trend. Wow, <laughs> that is a hammer now. Okay. Right there. <laughs> Little, you know. Want to expand on that? I apologize people, to all of, of our people, vegan listeners out there. A lot there. of people like to go vegan for Lent. Oh, okay. So I'm just. You I know, see. I'm zigging when everybody else is zagging. <laughs> yeah. You're like Belichick. You Got to set yourself should, apart. Should I, do, like, yeah. the set Joe yourself Rog- apart. should I do the Joe Rogan carnivore diet? 
What did, did you just eat meat? Can you explain eat nothing, what it is? You eat like nothing but elk. That sounds unhealthy to say the least. Elk's good for you, I think. Yeah. I Not should, everything in moderation. It. Let's uh, yeah. try it, bro. Great point. Everything <laughs> Everything yeah. in moderation. Everything in moderation. Elk steaks coming this week. <laughs> thanks thanks coming. mom for that. Everything in moderation. Best uh That's how it works. Yeah. Best food best food we ate this week next is going to be, you know, that. Um so, everything in moderation and our next uh thing as we wrap up is obviously one person who doesn't know much about moderation is the dog at home Humphrey does he know he probably doesn't know much about moderation because he will just get the zoomies whenever how did how was he uh he doesn't, he How doesn't like the cold. So week? Brian and I have a theory that once the cold, once it starts getting warmer outside, he's not going to want to come inside ever yeah. because he's been, he still likes it outside when he it's likes cold, it, yeah. but, but it's like some days are too cold and you know, you almost feel bad. He gets a little cold. You got to bring him in, bring him back out. It's a game you got to play with you're, him to see if he's it's okay. It's not a game. He makes us play doorman. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. It's ridiculous. And then, <laughs> just this morning, too. It's the same stuff. But when it gets warmer, is he just going to sit outside and not, well, not want to come inside at all? he used to just lay in the grass. Yeah. I think he's ne- he's never going to want to come back I think inside. he deserves that. Yeah, I think, I think he, he struck- does, too. Do you think he struggles finding his footing in the snow, though, when he's trying no, to do he his loves- business? We well, can post it on he Games did, Grab. He, he loves running through the snow. He did for, like, the first, like, five minutes of snowfall and then he figured it out yeah it's he's got to like like a, again i saw him this morning he like has to hurdle a mountain to get up to the grassy <laughs> obviously unshoveled parts and make his way over and you know there's a bunch of pea stains right in the middle of the grass yeah so i'm not it's kind of a hurdle for spring cleanup <laughs> so. should, we, should we make carlito do it <laughs> carlito no. is our building's uh he's like the land facilities manager, facilities yeah. maintenance, maintenance everything yeah so no, he is not going to be cleaning. We have to give a shout out though to have to give a shout out to Carlito though as he um, they deal with a lot out. of frozen pipes this past week. A lot of frozen pipes. We're gonna send out as we mentioned with Uncle Chris. Send out our good vibes to our friends down in Texas. Send out our good vibes to Sarah Rose down in the Marquette community. Gold for gold for Sarah. She's battling cancer right now, and the Marquette community is rallying around her as a sort of good vibe story going into the weekend. But any big sports predictions, plans for the weekend? The correct answer is assemble the bed. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, have a great weekend on Games and Grub. We will be back next week, and we will see you then or see you another time through a walkie. Peace, peace. Out. To a jazz beat, it's actually therapeutic. She classy, I'm Ferris Bueller. Swimming out in Turks and Caicos, beware the barracudas. I got heart, I'm the cause. My life is just the effect. I'm altering my reality, living in VFX. Made a half a million dollars and fell asleep on a jet. The club up, Atlanta ain't seen this since BMF. Put my account and reinvest. Got a pound of weed for stress. I might drop two platinum albums in a year like DMX. Keep on living in my light and let my fate just lead the way. Cause if I'm taking y'all's advice, I'm probably making y'all's mistakes. Instead, I'm out in Egypt, just basking in the Results of listening to myself and mapping out all my goals. Uh, my career is, of course, in self-confidence and how ownership leads to opulence. Adjust your Oculus if you're trying to rise to prominence. Bust down the door, assert dominance when you call your first conference. I'm honest with my women, that's probably why they all hate me. They focused on being Lori, I'm focused on being Jay-Z. The run that I'm on is gonna be longer than the Euphrates. Got a supermodel chick that's better than Tom Brady's. Rap game, bunch of clowns in disguise like John Gacy. You got one plaque and it's not even your song, I got eight. 
Lately, y'all are lazy, waiting to be carried. A lot of y'all are dead, you just waiting to be buried. Listen, I've been high since Michelle and Barack. You got your mind if you think I'm gonna stop. I didn't come this far, I only come this far. Gotta keep momentum swinging, keep momentum swinging.